Hello, everyone. Uh, I want to congratulate uh, the Chronicle Chamber team for its 100 episodes of Expand of Phantom Broadcast. I want to wish them another 100 successful ones as well. This is Cy Barry, and uh, I want to thank all of my fans for having been so kind to me. 500 years ago, he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck. And upon the skull of the man who killed his dad, he said, I'm mad, I must eradicate piracy, injustice, and cruelty. And the official adventures of the Phantom. the phantom is he legend in the tropical seas and jungles around the indian ocean they say there is a place called eden a jungle hideaway where a strange man lives and where his father and his father before him lived he is called by the natives the ghost who walks some call him the phantom but all know him to be the sworn enemy of evil Chronicle Chamber proudly presents Lee Fawkes' The Gibbs Brothers, the 40th Sunday newspaper story. It was originally published in March 1955 and is illustrated by Wilson McCoy. The last appearance of the Gibbs Brothers in a Fru comic was issue 1167, released in 1997. There are nights, they say. When the phantom comes out of the deep woods and walks in town like an ordinary man, this is one of those nights. The phantom, dressed as the ordinary man, Mr. Walker, passes through a seedy part of town. You're thirsty, devil. And so am I. Let's go in here. What do you have, stranger? A bowl of water for my friend and a glass of milk for me, please. <gasps> milk? Are you kidding? Did he say milk? <laughs> he did. Well, slap my wrist and call me Chauncey. Shall we go out and roll our hoops, Percival? Milk! Mama know you're out unchaperoned? I beg your pardon. When the phantom's voice grows cold, it is enough to freeze the blood. Old jungle say. I said, I beg your pardon. Uh, n- nothing. The patrons of the bar leave the mysterious stranger to drink his milk in peace. Suddenly, there's a shout at the door. Hey, everybody, look out! The Gibbs brothers are on a rampage, tearing up the town. And they're headed this way. Beat it, everybody! 
Run for your lives! The Gibbs brothers are coming! Let me out! Oh no! There goes my place! Who are these brothers? The meanest and toughest guys on the coast. When they're on a tear, they break everything in sight. Run while you can, milk drinker. The Gibbs brothers burst in. Big, mean, and full of fight. Oh, the joint's almost empty. Someone must have told him we was coming. That's the third time tonight it's happened. Let's pull this place down. What you say, pal? Wanna pay us off or do we smash up your joint? I'll pay, I'll pay. Don't be foolish. Pay them nothing. <gasps> What's that? Hey, there's a guy still here. One that didn't get away. I didn't notice that, sap. Now, say that again, you. From their safe vantage point outside, the barflies watch through a window. Did you hear that? It's the milk drinker. They'll tear him apart. Call a doctor. You mean an undertaker? The milk drinker talking back to the Gibbs brothers? He must be tired of living. I, I, I can't watch this. I'll murder him. Back inside, the Gibbs brothers approach the mysterious stranger. So, you think the guy shouldn't pay us to keep from smashing up his place? That's what I said. Ain't you the brave little fella? Look, I'll pay. I don't want to kill it in my place. You'll pay nothing to these hooligans. Why, you, I'll pulverize you. Phantom takes on the Gibbs brothers, the meanest, toughest guys on the coast. Where'd they go? What I'm seeing? Ha! He didn't even take off his hat and coat. Oh, I can't believe it. I've seen him clean up a whole room of men. Gillicked him single-handed. They file back silently. They who were terrified by the Gibbs brothers, but who are now awed by this mighty stranger. Speaking of cleaning, give me a bucket of water and a couple of mops. Wake up! Oh no, don't bring him to. That's like waking up the sleeping tigers. Maybe we'd better run again. What's he up to? You men messed up this place. Now clean it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Gibbs brothers, 
I never thought I'd live to see this. Now that there's peace and quiet again, I can finish my glass of milk. It was fine milk. I'll be going now. Thank you. Thank you. Come back any time. Anything you want is on the house. And you two. If there's any more trouble from you two, I'll really lose my temper and come back. Understand? Yes, yes sir. sir. Wow. Who was that guy? He comes in, orders milk like a mama's boy, then he mops up the floor with the two toughest guys on the coast. It makes them mop in the bargain? In all my years, I've never seen the like. Well, boys, what do you have? Milk. Give me some milk. Milk, please. finished cleaning up your place. Can we go now? Uh, sure. Say, what have you two got on your jaws? A mark. There are nights, they say, when the phantom comes out of the deep woods. Skull mark. Skull mark. And walks in the town like an ordinary man. This was one of those nights. This Chronicle Chamber production of Lee Fawkes' The Gibbs Brothers was narrated by Joe Douglas. I'm Duncan Munro, playing the part of The Phantom. Hello, Sammy J here, performing the role of Barkeep. Both of the Gibbs Brothers were voiced by Frank O'Mara. Jermaine Parker, Barfly 1. What on earth is a Barfly? This is Steve again, reading Barfly 2. This was Dan Fraser reading the part of Barfly 3. How good was that, huh? That was fantastic. I thought that was Joe doing the narration, I couldn't, but I couldn't quite pick it. Yeah, yeah he did a good job. He did a good job. Uh, uh, Dan, uh, hats off, mate. Uh, you've been the... <laughs> Yeah, the brainchild of this, and I uh, did a lot of the work. Um, uh, you know, so yeah, hats off from us, and I'm sure everyone who's listening to this will also enjoy it. And uh, for the record, what is a bar fly? <laughs> you obviously don't drink there, Jermaine. No. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> a bar fly. No, I drink my milk, remember? <laughs> <laughs> We're all milk drinkers now. <laughs> Uh, I, I'd, I'd just like to thank um, certainly uh, everyone who lent their voices to it, um, Joe and um, Sammy and uh, Duncan and Frank, um, who no one will probably know, but um, his, his voicing of the Gibbs brothers was um, was really cool, I thought. So. Oh, so one bloke mm. doing both brothers, was it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, he, he recorded them both separately and then, he, yeah, cut them together, so... Very good. So, Barfly was actually a um, a person who spends much of their time drinking in bars, and it's actually a um, a movie as well. 
There you go. There's a movie of Barfly as well. So, <laughs> there you go. You can look, at, look it up uh, now, Jim. Drinkers can... like myself. <laughs> Just the population knows watch the movie. <laughs> if there's any milk drinkers like me that do not have a clue, that's what it is. <laughs> well, I think the the, no, the idea of, of doing the play was, um, you know, we, we've spent a lot of time talking and writing and, and uh, criti- being critical, positively critical and, and constructively critical at times um, of lots of other people's creations. So it only seems right that we should uh, create something ourselves and put it out there and um, be prepared for criticism of it too. <laughs> Yeah, well, we kind of failed with Good that, fun. um, with the, with the Lee Fork, uh, video. We put up the wrong video instead, so <laughs> we, we failed at the fir- What's our first attempt beat? with that one. I, I think that, um, <laughs> no, 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 no. When it's, when, when it's, when it's, when there's praise, it's the one person. When it's a failure, we all get blamed. It's the we. <laughs> So obviously you're talking about the the video we put up for to congratulate Fru on their 70th birthday, and we're actually recording this on Fru's 70th birthday, which is a pretty nice coincidence, I think, um, to be recording this on the 9th of September. And, and we should say, of course, that this is all about um, the milestone. The the creating the radio play was for the our 100th episode milestone. So uh, formally, hello and welcome everybody to the uh, 100th episode of Expand the Fandom podcast. G'day fellow Phantom fans, this is Joe Douglas here from the UK. I just wanted to give a quick message of congratulations to the boys from Chronicle Chamber for 100 episodes of X-Band Phantom Podcast. They may be standing on the shoulders of a giant, but what they've done is truly brilliant. Here's to 100 more episodes. Cheers. Mm. So, the 100th episode, why should people be listening to us all the way through, Dan? Well, I think it'd be, uh, <laughs> there's going to be, look, let's be honest, there's going to be some phantom dribbling happening between now and the end. But if you have entered the uh, the competition for the Bradford Exchange statue, which we said we were going to um, auction off, I suppose, to the highest bidder of someone who puts the most stars in an iTunes review and the best possible review for us, um, we're going to announce that competition winner at the end of the podcast. I'm glad you brought that up, Steve, because uh, it's important that we don't miss that one, and uh, we Absolutely. need to make sure that at the end of the podcast, we announce the winner to that. So stay tuned. So don't fast forward straight to the end now. You've got to listen to the whole thing, and because then, then you'll earn, you'll really <laughs> earn that prize. <laughs> Greetings, all Phantom fans. This is uh, Ipe Comics uh, speaking from Norway. I'm also sometimes known as uh, Ivan Pedersen. Uh, In the old days, uh, when we read the uh, strips by uh, Cy Berry and Lee Fork, it was not uh, seldom we saw the Phantom uh, call to uh, his uh, Colonel uh, Weeks in the Jungle Patrol. Often in the middle of the night and the Colonel was uh, a bit afraid uh, and was uh, perhaps thinking, what now, what fear, what uh, horror is it this time? Today, when we hear the uh, voice of the three boys from uh, Chronicle Chambers in Australia, talking about the phantom we also wonder but not in fear we know that they are always bringing good stuff and exciting news about the phantom all around the world 
And uh, I haven't been uh, let to know that uh, they are soon going to uh, make the podcast uh, number 100 and uh, are therefore uh, speaking from uh, Norway in my uh, rather strange English, as you may hear, to uh, congratulate them and uh, wish them all the best for the next uh, few hundred uh, podcasts. May all the good news and bad ones continue to come from Chronicle Chambers and the three fans that run the show. Thank you from Norway and Ipe Comics. Can we work out exactly which which actual number we are? Well, I think it all depends if you if you bring out another one before this or not. Because <laughs> you're, you're scheduled to be bringing out another one before this, but that was supposed to be this weekend as well. So I don't know. So it's about one seven, one oh seven, one oh eight. We've but. certainly we've had the nervous nineties. There's no doubt about that because uh, we've um, we've been uh, had this radio play idea for the episode one hundred since. I reckon it was January that we first started well, floating it. Had it for ages before yeah. that. Yeah, I reckon it was before that. And uh, yeah, it feels right now. It feels like a lot of months of ideas and recording and uh, editing and whatever for a ten-minute radio play. But anyway, um, two there there is uh, there is another um, a bunch of recordings that we've got. We didn't get a full suite of recordings for another play, which hopefully we'll do at some point. No, not hopefully. We will do at some point down the down the future. Maybe episode two hundred, if the way, uh, if the time frame is about the same. Um, so it's so those people for that narration to come through. Yeah. <laughs> so so those people who have done recordings for us for a different story, um, don't fret. We have got them saved, and there is certainly still plans. But uh, it took a lot longer to do than I than I uh, probably gave myself uh, time for. Basically, we thought we'd better just do the one because uh, we we were running out of our alphabet as well for like ninety nine. <laughs> so like, I think we're up to what ninety nine M or something like that. So we thought we'd <laughs> better like just it. get out one hundred, <laughs> and then we could go from there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So first of all, we must give everyone a thank you for uh, listening to us for. Officially yeah. 100 episodes <laughs> and unofficially about 108, 1010. Um, <laughs> without you guys listening to us, uh, without the Patreon supporters, um, without without uh, Fru bringing out the comics, without um, Egmont creating stories and all these other type of guys, it would just be three hacks probably talking about football along with everyone else um, doing a well, football podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so first, so thank you, listeners. Uh, there are actually people out there that listen to us, and we really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, like, 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 I'm not sure about you guys, but when you tell your wife that there's actually people out there that actually listen to us and are – you know, actually think that we actually know what we're talking about and and say that they agree or disagree with us. Uh, the wives just kind of shake their head like, okay, whatever. Yep. Um, but, um, yeah, so a big thank you out to you guys. You guys are the reason why we do this. Um, also, a big thanks to Joe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who started off with the vision. Um, I must admit I loved the the touch of having him as the, as the narrator. Um, it, it just seemed really appropriate. Yeah. Joe started this off. 
with uh, the late Lindsay. And then I think I jumped on board from episode two and, and you know, it's gone uphill ever since. No. <laughs> um, but no. Um, I think but, it really yeah, took off at about episode the... 41 or two, somewhere somewhere there in the early 40s was when it really, you know, <laughs> gathered some momentum. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, and I think, I think everyone that's been on, whether they're a guest or whether they're a semi-regular or, you know, regular either – whether they've started or disappeared or, or whatever. I think, you know, everyone's brought their own flavour. Yeah. Um, I think the three of us work quite well. Uh, you know, I worked quite well with Joe for a period of time and then Joe, uh, Stephen and then myself. Um, so, yeah, we all bring different flavours and, and it, it's been good. Yeah, it's, I, I um, think it's been fun. I think we've got a great dynamic at the moment. We've got the, um, the focused, we've got the... The fence, the real modernist, the the whatever you are, and got me in the middle. <laughs> it does. It changes from episode to episode, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it, it's good, and you know, um, mate, you know, it, it's it's great. You know, we, we use it as an excuse to talk fandom, yeah, um, and to excuse to buy fandom stuff as well. Oh no, I gotta buy it, honey. I gotta buy it because I need to review it for the fandom. <laughs> podcast <laughs> oh, okay then you, you all right i'll let you buy it no, i need to go to sydney because i'm meeting up the other guys and we need to do a podcast there yeah so you're yep. saying that you're going to spend a thousand dollars just so you can do a podcast well yeah okay that makes sense weren't you doing that well before the podcast started <laughs> Stephen and i can claim it because we've yeah. only started since we joined the podcast but uh <laughs> <laughs> uh so obviously all of the guests that we've uh, had over the period of time, um, you, you, the listener, will be hearing from them or, or many of them periodically throughout this, uh, throughout this podcast because um, they've been nice enough to, to send messages of congratulations in for us, um, like this one right here. Okay, this is uh, John Henderson, uh, president of the Phantom Club, Life Member 001. Uh, just touching base on the monumental occasion of the 100th uh, podcast, Expand. Uh, so proud that you guys are keeping the faith and um, reminding us of, um, of the great fandom legend. And uh, I'm really proud and happy that I played some small part in that. So, guys, I look forward to... Um, the next hundred, congratulations. Keep up the good work. Strength of 10 Tigers. That's a very clever edit point. And, um, and, and uh, <laughs> certainly lots of fans. And what about this one? Hi, everybody. It's New York City's very own phantom connoisseur, Jamie Diaz. Please join me in wishing Jermaine, Dan, and Stephen congratulations on 100 great episodes about our favorite ghost who walks. Keep up the great work, fellas. See you in the next 100. Take care. Oh, well done. <laughs> that, that's one of my favourites. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what, you can't forget this one. Hi, I'm Shane Foley, and I've had the privilege of doing quite a bit of work for Fru lately, and I'd like to congratulate the Chronicle Chamber guys for their 100th episode. Brilliant. Good on you guys. <laughs> Some of our some of our best guests those last three, um, and 
four fans, whichever <laughs> which side that they are. But yeah, no, we 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 cast a net wide and far, and we even had some people that haven't been guests uh, leave comments, and and some of their comments uh, have been I don't know they've they've been kind of touching. Haven't quite brought a tear to the eye or anything, so but they've been touching. Um, so yeah, so I've been enjoying them as well. Yeah, for sure. So what are we going to do for this podcast, guys? We can't just talk about and pat ourselves on the back. No, I think the, the listeners well, will be sick. <laughs> it just so happens that our hundredth episode has coincided with Fru's seventieth birthday, which they've uh, brought a comic out for. So why not we have a chat about their their latest? Um, the milestone, the, their milestone the mi- and our milestones come milestone. together. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, and, and, and maybe we can have a look at the rest of Fru's milestones as you know throughout history, like in, since um, their thousandth episode. What you, uh, th- episode since their thousandth issue? That's probably the biggest one that uh, that started it all. That's a, that's a yeah, great idea, your Stephen. Best idea. <laughs> probably your best idea yet, Stephen. Let's pause now and all look up those comics and get... <laughs> uh, and this is Tony DePaul. You know, I so enjoyed uh, speaking with you guys, and congratulations on your 100th podcast. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I so admire what you're doing. You're keeping the, uh, the Phantom alive for new generations. And uh, so please keep up the good work. Okay, we got them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you for those words, words of congratulations and just gave us enough time to get our comics. <laughs> exactly. Uh, very good. So it, um, You can, you can tell the quality hasn't gone up <laughs> since episode one. What are you talking about, mate? We're knocking this out of the park. <laughs> well, uh, so let's... through 972. <laughs> 972. <laughs> well, no, let's start with 1820. 1820 yeah, is... Yeah. You want to go eighteen twenty? You want to work backwards? Yeah. Is that how they, is that how they do things up in uh, banana country? I'm not saying necessarily work backwards. I just say I'm saying start. It's it's their milestone <laughs> today. It's our milestone today. Let's let's look at the most right. current. Um. Oh, or or we can start from where, Steve. Oh, no, you're the fence that. city. You say where you tell us, mate. Uh, we're going to start with the seventieth anniversary special, eighteen twenty, the one with the Cy Barry cover. So if you haven't, um, now we're not going to do a review on, on each of these milestone um, yes. issues, but we're just going to make a bit of a comment about them. So if you haven't um, got a copy yourself, or um, yeah, you're interested to know what the heck Fru's done in each of their milestone issues, but we're going to give you a bit of an overview. Yeah. Um, over the, there's about how many is there? Half a dozen or so. Yeah. Well, we're probably going to we're probably going to look at maybe twelve, fifteen comics yeah. all together. Which from around the world, and we're just going to be talking about them randomly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like Steve said, we're not going to be talking about actual stories or, you know, that. So, for instance, the stories in the 70th, we're going to actually leave that for the comics and news, which will probably be our next podcast. And you can trust the modernist to bring in the Egmont stuff when it's Fru's birthday. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, it's Fru's birthday. Oh. The 70th, and so you're going to bring in the Egg Monster? That's all right. I'm just yeah, stirring you. 
This isn't about free. Like, free have got No, it's about us. Given them <laughs> already. Exactly, it's about us. And so we're going to be talking about all comics. We can't just stick to Australian <laughs> stuff because people do listen to us from around the world. As evidenced by this person who sent us a message all the way from Scandinavia. Hello, everyone. This is Robert Allman. And I'd like to take the opportunity to congratulate Xband on their 100th episode of, and we, uh, and I hope for 100 more episodes of the best, uh, the Phantom podcast out there in cyberspace. Congratulations again, guys. Geez, that's, that's, some of these segues are just, they write themselves. Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go 70th. So. Uh, an interesting fact, this is the second time Cyberry's actually done a cover for free. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm sure you guys knew about that. Um, now, I love the idea. I love the idea of the sequels. Um, that's what, in my opinion, there's two things that stand out about this comic. One, they're brought to celebrate their birthday. They've brought back Lee Fork stories, and yep. they've done sequels. Yep. Um, it's the best of both. Folk and yeah. modern. Exactly. And we joke about, you know, us without designated roles of being a modernist and a forkist and all that. But at the end of the day, we want good stories. Um, whether, and we've all, all of us, and majority of the fans who are listening to this, grew up and fell in love with the fandom because of Lee Falk's stories. Uh, and that's the one thing we probably can all agree on. So I love that fact. Um, I love the concept. It's not the first time sequels and prequels and all that of Fork Stories have been done, but it's great to see. So I love that concept. For me, that's what knocks this issue out of the park. Yeah. I think um, even before that, the, I think the cover's very striking. When I didn't realise that um, the Gambari was on the was on the back of that. On the back. Until, um, yes. Um. But yeah, well, I think it's a great idea having the having the sequel. I think yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Um, we won't review it, but there's also uh, the Barry Stubberfield. He gets a um, a look in there with his history. I didn't actually, I haven't actually read that part yet. Yeah, and that's that is probably something that's consistent across a lot of these specials that we can look at is about is Barry Stubberfield yeah. as much as anything because he does um, he, as. The preeminent Phantom historian and and someone we've got to get on the podcast at some point. Um, yes, he 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 writes an essay for many of these issues that we're going to have a look at. Um, and I agree, it's only fitting that he sort of provided the update since the uh, the sixtieth anniversary special sort of thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a nice touch. Yep, and having the uh, the Cyberry, I liked I liked that the the Cyberry flavour because I think since the Fruit Crew. Correct me if I'm wrong, but since um, the new Fru Crew with Glenn and Renee, this might be the first. These might be the first Cy Barry stories that have actually been published, um, unless there was one slipped into maybe an annual. Would it be in the annual. Yeah, that would be about but, the, uh, probably the annual. Probably the annual. And the wedding anniversary and yes. the 80th. Uh, not the 80th, I don't think. But point. Yeah, but but very few. Few and far between. So it's great to see uh, a book devoted to Cy Barry with the cover, two of his stories, um, the sequels to two of his stories, and then the interview at the uh, at the back as well um, with Andreas Eriksson. So that was really um, really good to see as well um, to hear from the man. So overall, I reckon it's a it's a great issue. It's got the best of both worlds. It's got the tradition. It's got the the modern. 
one, you know, with uh, the Falcon and the Barry, then um, with the modern takes on it. Yep. And that's and that's not just the stories within, but the cover um, as well. You know, you got Sire yep. Barry and um, and Gamberry. So yep. yeah, I think that's that's what, what you're getting when you pick up this comic. My only quibble is that uh, Fru, we've got an interview with Cy Barry uh, and a transcript that you could have used, and uh, I, I must have missed that email, guys, um, where you were looking for that one from us. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, you didn't get the email because they didn't use us. <laughs> <laughs> very true. <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, but I think, Who they I used? think probably the... Oh, from Egmont. Uh, they used on Dryasses. Yeah, oh, from yeah. Egmont. Um, yeah. You can, as you can tell, Dan's a little bit, um, uh, a little bit dirty about that. Um, so, but you know, no, it's good. I'm because sure he won't lose any hair over that. No, no that's exactly right. Um, if I'm, did I read this right? This has been, this was published in an Egmont story. Uh, yeah. What has this been? interview? Yeah. So, so there you goes. So it's good for us to be able to read it. But anyway, we could talk about that yes. in the comics and news and yep. stuff like that. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. G'day Dan, Jermaine and Steve, it's Sean here. Congratulations boys on 100 episodes. It really doesn't feel that long since it was 50. I, I thought I was someone that came in late, not starting until the 30s, but I just realised I've listened to 70 episodes at you know, two and a half hours of episodes, like 150 plus hours of phantoming, and I've really enjoyed every moment of it. Thanks for giving me the chance to listen to your interviews with creators like Cybarry, Glenn Ford, the Gaslight Boys, the Kid Phantom Guys, fans such as yourself, Sammy J, Duncan, John. One of the things about being a Phantom fan is you get a bit used to being by yourself and isolated. There's not that many of us after all. And it's it's really amazing to be able to sit in the car and listen to you guys or wherever you are and, and really feel like you're part of a community. And it does, as I've said to you guys, feel like you're listening into a private conversation, but it feels like it's something you've got an opinion on, whether it is that you're getting upset at Jermaine because he's being all European-centric again, or Dan for being a forkist, or Stephen assuming he's there, sitting on the fence and being, well, let's be honest, the voice of reason. But boys, just keep doing what you're doing. I've been loving it, and keep going, and here's to 200. All right, so I think the one we'll... I think probably the first through... I think we'll do the fruits first, and then we'll do the ones around the world and that. Sure. Um, so probably the first fruit one I think is the issue number nine seven two, which was the thousandth mm. issue. Yeah. Because I think what's key about this special, in a sense, is that it started a yearly tradition for the last uh, what is it twenty seven years or something like that. First yep. started in nineteen ninety one, and ever since then we've had an annual. It started the replicas, whether you love them or hate them. It started that. Everyone loved them at the time when this came out. This, it, like, to have that number one. Well, yeah. And, and yeah. a genuine replica, um, like, to the point where people now struggle to tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, In hindsight, they should have put, did they put an, they didn't put an R or replica or anything on it, did they? No. No, that started at no. issue number three. Yeah, there's the problem. With after, the R and the cuffling. After complaints. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, so I think this one's key. It's got the it's got the nice cover. It's got the you know three hundred odd pages. It was a novelty idea. Yeah. Uh, I had the poster in there. Um, it had a lot of cool stuff. 
Um, and I think, yeah, I think that the is awesome a key too. one. It's, yeah, it's still one of the most, the more collectible issues out there. And I think that probably what makes it key is that a lot of these other ones that we're going to mention are not, in my opinion, not as collectible as what this is probably is. Like most people try and get a couple of this mint in their bag and stuff like that, where some of the other collectible ones, other celebration ones, you know, you're not so miffed about. And uh, I like the fact that there's only one non-Lee Fork story in it. That was pretty cool. Um, and there's a, a nice signed letter from Lee Fork at the start congratulating through. Um, that's a bit tongue-in-cheek, but I genuinely enjoy this as a as a, a collection of stories, the, the stories that are in here. And they've got the through publishing chronology at the back as well, just to um, uh, list all of the stories that they've published as well. Yeah, yeah, and... I think even with this one and then issue 100, which was, what, 1032 or something, what what makes them special is that the story's in there. Yeah. So with, you know, with the two annuals is the amazing stories. And I remember um, like my reading copies of this were so tattered. There was pages missing at the start. So the cover, the first page, at like, for instance, at the – by the time I actually finally got rid of it and actually got myself a, a proper good copy, was the first story was completely missing because it got read that much. <laughs> that, um, you know, it was kind of like every time I read it, one of the pages got ripped because, yeah. you know, it got read so much. Um, yeah. And, you know, and they even had the Glenn Ford cover on this one. Now, I'm not sure if people remember, but... You must be talking about 32 now. Yeah, 32, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, I've gone there. I'm moving us along. Um, for those <laughs> who speak about it, I'm going to say how remember. when you talk about the chronology of the of the fruit at the back of the issue, if you have a look at the front of the of the thousandth issue and you go to the, the chronicles at the back, I think that's a nice touch, you know, with the all the history yeah, that's that already before. got mentioned. Yep, that already got mentioned. I mean, on the cover with the chronicles behind the phantom, that didn't get mentioned. Uh, okay, okay, that didn't get mentioned. I'll give you that one. All right. Oh, there you go, Alex. Alex and Dale. If you're still looking for pictures of Chronicles, the cover of uh, issue yeah, 972. That <laughs> as soon as I saw, it, I thought, "Hey, weren't they looking for that? <laughs> That's just perfect, isn't it?" <laughs> Hi, my name's Dale McCanty, Phantom Rider of the Rise of the Red Dragon. I just wanted to say congrats on a whopping 100 fantastic episodes of X-Band Chronicle Chamber Phantom Podcast. My hat goes off to Jermaine, Steve and Dan for their continuous support and updates on everything Phantom. I know Alex and I wouldn't have been able to reach so many fanatics out there about our upcoming board game, The Phantom, Treasures of Dracon. So thanks again, guys, and keep up the good work. Anyway, moving on to the well, 1000 yeah. issue. And I um, think that these two are very similar in the sense that, like, yes. 972 was groundbreaking in the size of it, the fact that there's um, classics that were there in, in un- unedited form. Um, you know, it, it, but it is just a genuine trove of, mm. um, of fandom stories. And then this one, that, that, that could easily have just been a one-off for the actual 1000th issue. Um, but then 1032 for the the one that's labelled issue 1000, to follow up a year later with this and go, right, well, the, the, we've set a tradition now. And as you said before, Jim, to, mm. set, to then have these um, uh, establish a pattern that continues to this day is, um, you know, that, those, are, those are significant in itself. Yes. Now, a quick tidbit about the cover of this one. 
Uh, Glenn Ford made mention of it in his first interview with us. So uh, if you've run out of podcasts to listen to, go dig out that issue. Uh, and it was quite interesting, Glenn talking about that, how he had to shave uh, the model's uh, chest hair on the computer <laughs> and stuff like that. So uh, it's, it's an interesting little tidbit about that issue. I must, I, I've got to be honest, and, and no offence to Glenn at all, but uh, I didn't really enjoy the cover at the time. Um, I, the, the computer-generated nature of it. Um, I'm a bit more of a... Uh, what, what a surprise. I'm a bit more of a traditionalist. Traditionalist? What? A traditionalist? <laughs> oh, what a surprise. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't enjoy it at the time. I probably appreciate it more now than I did then, that's for sure. <laughs> well, the amount of work that he put into it... it it might it probably just cut him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stephen, got anything to add to that one before we talk about the next one? No, no, we're good. Okay. So, oh, hang on. Uh, what, so what, what's inside that? What's just inside said I'm good. <laughs> yeah, no, and then I realised I didn't say something. Was this the um, one with the Glenn Ford family <laughs> portrait poster? Because the poster, no. in, the poster in issue 1000... No, no, that's the next one. Oh, is it the next one? Next that was the next one. The next, the next annual. That was 1032, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what I meant. Is the... Is the, the no, 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 family... that was... That was the yeah, cover. it was in the third it. annual. The third annual, okay. It was in the third annual. Right. We were just talking about the second one. Yeah, correct. Hi, fellas. This is Jeff Weigel, your friendly neighborhood Sunday Phantom strip artist. And I just wanted to uh, congratulate you guys on your 100th podcast there at the uh, Chronicle Chamber. Uh, you know, I remember when I first started on this strip a little over a year ago, you guys were among the first people to sort of welcome me into the fold uh, with the interview that we did. And I, I really appreciate your support, and I hope that I am earning your continued enthusiasm for what I've been doing on the Sunday strips. And uh, I listen to uh, each podcast when it comes out, uh, and I uh, try and learn something new about the Phantom community every time. And uh, I look forward to each one, and I'm looking forward to working on Phantom and making you guys happy with what I'm doing uh, for the next many years to come, hopefully. And uh, so, once again, uh, congratulations. I hope you're enjoying what you're doing. I know I'm enjoying listening to it. And uh, good luck from here in the deep woods. But from here on in, we're not really talking about annuals because uh, the specials didn't, didn't happen to be around annuals, did they? Yeah, we just talked about those two because it kind of set the trend. Yep. And now we're talking about through 1209, which so, was to which celebrate Fru's 50th anniversary. Which, Very good. Yeah. So Fru's 50th anniversary. They made a big deal about this. And um, mm. uh, I think this was probably, well, this was done in September, of course, September 9th, 1998, you know, which uh, celebrated it. And just for those who picked up on the wrong video, uh, yes, we are aware that Fru was created in 1948. Well, no, um, certainly Dan, you, Dan and you Steve and I are. are we? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about Jim over there. So, yeah. So, um, well, that's because WA is so far behind that by the time they actually came out to WA, it was 1949. That's actually entirely believable. <laughs> 
Um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, issue through one two oh nine, which was through's fiftieth, they made a big deal out of this. I remember they got uh, Pete Clowes out for um, their special. They had a big, um, had a leaf fork uh, L F M B E C dinner or Olympic dinner for it. Um, uh, it was after, just after the movie. The movie was ninety six. This was ninety eight. So. You know, they were selling a lot of issues as well. They had, um, so they had, uh, they had posters that which were in news agents and stuff like that as well. So they did, they did a good job with this one, this, um, yeah. with and this issue. Compared to the, um, the ones we've spoken about before though, this one's only about, what's it, about six stories with the other ones about yeah. nine or ten. That'd be right. Yeah. But they're all, yeah. they're all, I bet they're all Eve Falk, but they're not. One of them's Tony DePaul. Yep. Yeah, well, according to uh, Dan, it's still um, anything by Tony DePaul is still part of no. uh, the Lee Fort universe. Nah, no, but this would have been, that would have been my one. <laughs> Only if it's in the news strip, mate. Yeah. <laughs> this is not, so. Um, I think it's interesting that for their 50th anniversary, they've kind of done a little bit about similar to what we've done for our 100th in the sense that, as uh, Steve says, there's only the six stories, but there's a whole bunch of... Um, Letters that they've received um, reproduced on some of the pages there from people like uh, Cy Barry and Alf Grunberg. Well, hello there. This is Alf Grunberg and um, saying uh, congratulations to your 100th uh, podcast. I have uh, been uh, editing um, The Phantom and, and producing uh, the Scandinavian Phantom from. 1973 up to 2012, and uh, I thank you particularly for for your interest in um, the Phantom. Australia has always been a very good support for the Phantom, and um, congratulations once again. Lee Falk, of course, uh, managing director of Gordon and Gotch, which is lovely. Uh, managing director of Channel Nine. Um, I'm not, not even really. sure, I'm not even sure uh, why Channel 9's in there, but he is. <laughs> um, He's so a fan, I'm guessing. That must have been a big fan, and a, and a big uh, full page from King Features um, as well. So um, we don't have... Well, um, and so they should. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and so they should, because Fru basically has uh, given a lot of those guys, maybe except Channel 9 um, <laughs> and Ulf Granberg, but, you know, like Gordon Gotch, King yeah. Features and all that. I've given them a lot of money, Fru, and um, so they should be thanking Fru for all their work. Because, <laughs> I don't see... We didn't um, get a message from Fru iTunes. did a great job. We didn't get a message from iTunes saying no, congratulations on our 100th. I'm not even sure iTunes know that we exist, to be honest. Probably best to keep it that way. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, uh, it, was, it was a good issue. I liked the cover. Um, yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was good. So the next one we want to well, talk about is... Well, before you wreck is... on, it's worth mentioning that the first 18 pages of this, again, you know, um, the first 18 pages of this issue are glossy and colour. Um not anything to do with the story, but it's a it's a quite a, a long essay, I suppose, or editorial by Jim Shepard, which takes us through the 50th and 50 years of through lots of glossy photos and um, and cover images and artists and that sort of stuff. So um, I had forgotten about that until I picked it up. 
to, to have a look at tonight. Um, and of course, it was accompanied by the index of the first 50 years of the Phantom um, supplement as well, um, which is yeah. very significant. And for someone like Barry Stubbersfield um, and anyone else interested in, um, you know, when stories were published and um, what other things through have released and that sort of stuff, um, absolutely invaluable. Absolutely. You can't talk about that, that 50 year um, issue without mentioning the index. It's um, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what. You, you, for someone who likes to <laughs> delve into ab, ab, absolutely every single issue and go on all these tangents on every single issue, you're trying to move us along very quickly, uh, Jeremy. You've got something else you want to, want to talk about? Um, well, <laughs> no, I'm holding it back a little I, bit, and I've, I've got I'm, a whole bunch of stuff to I'm, do before tomorrow. <laughs> Pre-podcast, Stephen said, now we need to be quick because I have to do stuff. Um, <laughs> so I'm just trying to help my fellow podcast out by trying to be quick. I'm trying to get to stuff as quick as possible. Not at the cost of uh, being thorough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have uh, we finished with one, two, and nine? Do, do, do need to um, keep on Yeah, there. let's keep moving. My name's Duncan Munro. And I'd like to congratulate Chronicle Chamber on making it to episode 100 of X-Band, the Phantom Podcast. Well done, boys, and uh, here's to another 100. Yeah, okay, one, two, two, six. So we're we still doing the birthdays, uh, or are we say... going to do number of... No, so the next one that we want to talk about is through one, two, two, six, one, two, uh, which two, is oh, the dedication Steve, you know what to Lee Fork. What's that? The reason we're noticing things like extra colour pages and uh, supplements and that sort of thing is because you and I are picking up comics and, and looking at them. How is Jermaine yeah. conducting his part of the review, do you think? Mm, good old Phantom Wiki, I reckon. I suspect he's so, too. Even, I don't even think he's can smell the comic at the moment. He, you know, he, he, he's not really giving it the full experience. Come <laughs> on. Oh. Seventy well, years of publishing if, um, history right there, and I'm sure it's probably right behind him in a file somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you could if you can smell if you can smell your comics, uh, you probably need to um, readdress the way you're storing them. <laughs> <laughs> well I'll be leaving my box and I, um, there's a few that I still need you on. These ones have all been covered except for the latest one. <laughs> okay. Hi, this is Paul Mason, and I'd like to say congratulations to the Chronicle Chamber team on recording their 100th episode of Expand the Phantom Podcast. Thank you so much for your support, uh, especially over the course of the Kid Phantom run so far. Cheers, boys. So, through 1226, which uh, is a dedication to Lee Fork after he passed away, which, um, you know, rest in peace. Um, this one's a little bit different. Now, I must admit... Oh, I didn't have it on the list, but I threw it in at the last second. Because oh, I've got a tribute to low well, focus. You're, this just, you've st- oh, you're, you're just going to have to I'm go gonna, to the Phantom, Phantom, Phantom Wiki now, Phantom right? Wiki. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so only Dan's going to be able to smell his comic. <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, this is through 1226, which is uh, 100 pages. It's got four stories, uh, including some of the ones that were <clears throat> the last ones that Lee Fork uh, uh, did 
or one of them, or one of the last ones, and, and a couple of classics. And then also one called A Deadly Game, which was an Egmont-created one. Now, the reason I'm raising that is because The Deadly Game like features uh, Billy, um, no, Shakespeare. Yeah. Will Shakespeare. Um, and Lee Falk. Shakespeare. Um, apparently, I don't know, I can't <laughs> confirm it, so I can only go from what I've been told was a bit of a Shakespeare fan. So I think that was the reason why this was that story was included. Yeah, um, maybe. Now, obviously, obviously, the death was sudden. Like, no one had six months of planning to be able to, uh, you know, get out a cracker, Lee Fork dedicated book. Um, so on the one hand, I think this issue lacked. But on the other hand, I can kind of understand why it kind of seemed slapped together, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think, you know, given that I'm holding it in my hand and flicking through the pages, what it looks like is a <laughs> standard 100-page comic with a special cover. And, you know, and that is exactly yes. what you just said, that uh, this is the, the the second issue, I suppose, after the 13th of March 1999, because, the as um, Jim says in his editorial here, um, the, the first comic to come out after Falk's death death had actually already gone to the printers by the time the news broke then two weeks later this comic mm. comes out so they didn't have time to completely rejig the comic and and uh, put together special essays and that sort of thing like you said but for two weeks notice to put together this cover and this is this is a glenford cover as well um and i think he's done a, a you know i had him done a great job yeah he has he's, he's done a really good job with this one We've got, um, you know, the Phantom with a tear trickling down his face, the the rest of the yeah. family standing around looking sad, and um, then the the photo of uh, of Lee on there as well. And this just, I, I'm sure all of us were were moved when we heard about Lee Fork's passing, and then to see this on the store on the comic stands, you know, within a fortnight of of hearing about his death was just really poignant. And, yeah, uh, I really liked this cover. Something True. I remember yeah. from around about this time. Um, I don't know if you ever watched Good News Week um, back mm. in the day, but um, they used to do a thing like News in a Minute or News in 10 Seconds. It, it, you didn't have much to go on, but there was just snippets of news. And I remember that Lee Falk's death got a mention on the oh, on, on the show. So I thought, oh, and because wow. it flashed up, thought, hey, I know that one. Oh, there you I'm go. playing along at home. Mm. Mm. Now, have a look at Kit. He looks like, you know, like when, like they look like they're, you know, they're having their minute silence or something like that. And he looks like he's busting to go to the toilet and Diamond's <laughs> going, no, you can hang on for two minutes, then you can go to the toilet. And it looks like he's almost bouncing up and down trying to, you know, like hold his crutch, trying to hold the Wii in. I just, just thought of that, just kind of noticed that then. So uh, I thought that was here, is, funny. here am I am talking about what a, a poignant and a significant cover it was, and, and that's where you take it. Unbelievable. Yeah. I've, I've, I've gone to yeah. mass media, you know, how it gets widespread yep. acclaim. And, yeah. <laughs> Nothing like a little bit of... <laughs> Expand for toilet humour. We're all the, bring out all the dad jokes. All right. Yeah. Hi, Phantom fans. I am Blaucio Cardoso from the Fantasma Brazil team. I am sending this message to congratulate the Chronicle Chamber team for their work of great importance in keeping alive the legacy of Lee Falk and his great creation, The Phantom. 
We Brazilian fans have great admiration and respect for all of you guys who are an important part of the Phantom fans family. I wish success to you and that you more hundred podcasts. My warmest regards for you guys. Oh, one more thing. I have a revelation to make. I am the Phantom. So the next one is going to be well, you probably go for the 70th would be a good segue because you've got that one as a Lee Falk and then the 70th actually has a tribute to Lee yes. Falk in it. Like yep. I know we haven't done 60, yeah. but let's just skip to this is one. Is that 1438? Uh, uh, yeah, 1438. It's got the purple Yeah, uh, that's the one that cover. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. That, that amazing well, there cover. We go. We're on the same wavelength on that one, Jeff. It's, it's interesting yeah, as just... we, because now we're going through chronologically, but we go 50, 70, 60th is coming up because there's the difference between... Fru's birthdays and the Phantom's birthdays. So this fourteen thirty eight is actually the seventieth anniversary of the Phantom of the Phantom comic, not ah. of Fru. Yes. There you go. Because yes, yes. So it's seventieth anniversary today of Fru. Yes. Oh wow! <laughs> now they they breed them smart out down in Ballarat. Hey. <laughs> I've been flat out. I'm like, <laughs> I see myself going the other way. <laughs> I'm just making a mess of you. Yeah, so anyway, 1438, which is the 70th birthday issue. Um, the cover sucks. I love the tribute to the Phantom, though. Uh, I love the tribute, tribute to Lee Falk. Tribute to Lee Falk, Fork, yeah. 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 Tribute to Lee Falk. It was amazing. Cover. Yeah. Obviously, they spent all their budget on the tribute to Lee Falk. Yep. Um, well, they certainly didn't uh, pay anybody to do the cover of... That's, that's almost is there, anything, is there anything on the back of it? Because I've got my tribute to Lee Fork in the same no, package. No, that's the, that's the back of it. Just plain purple. All right. So, well, what did you expect? Do you expect the nice picture to be on the, on the back with nothing on the front? No, and even, yeah, no. Well, they were they were <laughs> packaged. Oh, well, you, if yours is still in plastic, you can see how it's packaged. And and the inside back cover of both of them is just uh, just plain purple. So, um, then yes. people were pretty critical of this uh, front cover for the seventieth birthday. Um, I'm sure. Mm. I wasn't. Now uh, this was in, but the cover is a tribute. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that was done by Cy Barry Sorry. for uh, the Friends of the Phantom. Mm-hmm. So even that was kind of pinched. Um, now, this was, in my opinion, this was when Jim Shepard kind of lost a lot of interest um, in the fandom around here, and we can kind of see it as the next couple we talk about as well. You can kind of see where the like the cover, the care for the covers and stuff like that, kind of went downhill. Um, but Is yeah, that the tribute because to the Leafs just going down. Uh, it could be a it could be a number of things. Could be the cost, fact that cost rising in other places and had to cut costs in other places. Yeah, could be. Um, you know, I don't. You know, I I have my theories. I've been told things, but nothing's really concrete. So, and I don't really want to be uh, spending too much time um, downplaying Jim Shepard's legacy because you know we've done that enough in past podcasts <laughs> and. He he is a legend for what he did do. 
Oh, look, I'm a massive fan of Jim Shepard and, and always will be. The the cover for this one and the cover for the next one that we'll talk about um, mm. are not things that you would talk about when you're talking about how good Jim Shepard was. Yeah. Hi, this is Kevin Patrick, author of The Phantom Unmasked, America's first superhero. I just wanted to join you all in uh, congratulating Chronicle Chamber for reaching the 100th episode of the X-Band podcast. Good work, guys. You are worthy chroniclers of the Phantom's adventures. Well done. So is there anything you want to talk about with this issue that we haven't talked about so far? It's just a 100-page issue, and it's got three Lee Falk stories in it. Yeah, three yes. three classics, one from Moore, one from McCoy, one from Barry, which I think is a is a nice balance. Um, and then obviously, but the real gold in this is the tribute to Lee Falk, and um, it's, uh, what, a 34, 36-page um, book that um, has got lots of big photos um, of Lee Falk at the... Um, the, on the movie set, for instance, there's a photo of him here with, uh, well, this is a good one, um, Lee, Jim Shepard, Judith Shepard and Billy Zane all standing there, um, Lee Fork sitting at Xander Drax's table, that sort of stuff. Um, there's the, uh, the thumbnail sketch, uh, a, a thumbnail sketch of the Phantom by Lee Fork as well, crediting him as the first artist or the first penciler on the Phantom. Um, <laughs> Hang on, can you show me that image again? <laughs> uh, so this is that image. yeah, it's drawn in '95, but the caption credits um, Lee as the first penciler of the character. Can you see yeah, that? which yeah, all right. So it's not the one that I thought it was because there's two Lee Fork drawings. There's that one, and then there's the one which was in the back of a Friends of the Phantom uh, newsletter, which was you know. Do you remember in the first story where? The Phantom Diana, they've literally just met, and they're up in the crow's nest. Uh, yes. Do you remember that kind of... Yeah. So there's a lethal drawing of that as well. And right. so in the past, some people have said that's, you know, oh, this is actually from that strip, but it wasn't actually from that strip. So I was just curious whether which one it was. So there's... Yeah. Um, no, as, it, as this you is... can tell... This yeah. is great as a um, as a look at back over the whole of Jim's life. Uh, Jim, it's written by Jim. It's uh, the whole of Lee Fork's life. Um, there's photos in here of him as a young man, right through to um, an old man, and there's photos of all the different artists and lots of the covers um, as well. Um, so I'll, I'll at the time, the at the time, that was the best Lee Fork combina- com- like com- you know, like. Uh, collaboration of Lee Fork stuff put into kind of like one yeah. book. It's not the best anymore because we will, t- but we will talk about that in a second. Um, but it, at the time, it was, you know, that's where the focus was for that yep. special was in that book, and yeah, it sure. knocked it. That that what would you call it? The, the, supplement. Um, the supplement was great. The comic, so so. Uh, this is Mike Manley, artist of the Daily Phantom comic strip, congratulating the Chronicle team on their 100th episode of their podcast. And I think that's a good segue for issue 1472, which mm-hmm. is the fifth, 15th, 100th issue published by Fru. So that's yep. 1500. 
which again was another uh, 100, uh, no, 180 pages story. Um, and then it had the Phantom story, two Phantom stories, the first daily, the first Sunday, which is the Sing Brotherhood and the League of Lost Men, both by Lee Falk and Ray Moore. And the supplement in this case, again, like the last one, most of the attention and the budget basically went to the supplement, and this was the Phantom Encyclopedia, which, again, I, I'm sure you guys read it and read it and read it probably three, four times in the first month or two as, you know, as younger people. Yeah, absolutely. Have you got this one in front of you, Steve? Yeah, uh, yeah, I can um, I can open up the plastic and like you know, it's my it's my own cases, not still in the wrapper. So but, yeah, Stephen. So Stephen, when you when you unwrap it, do you still wear your hoodie and your mask like you do when you uh, <laughs> board and bag your comics? Or <laughs> oh, you snuck up on me on that one. Sabrina Herman, Managing Editor at Hermes Press. Congratulations on your 100th episode from the folks at Hermes Press. Yeah. I'm having trouble with the sticky tape. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's an interesting <laughs> book because I think, I th- I think that the, um, the stories uh, have, are probably underrated um, in, the, in the sense that, uh, well, they're not mentioned, the, it's not mentioned anywhere, even on the front cover, that this is what's inside the first daily and the first Sunday. No, you've got no idea. Um, there's no contents page to indicate that it's the first daily and the first Sunday. Just a quick scan through the message from the publisher. I don't think he mentions it there either. Um, so, yeah, you you wouldn't understand if you're if this is your first ever Phantom comic, you wouldn't even understand that that's what you've got is those first two stories. So, um, and again, the front cover. All the focus was put on the encyclopedia. Yeah, correct. And um, when you read read through uh, Barry Stubblefield's uh, thing in 1820, and I know that you guys said you hadn't yes. had a chance to do that yet, but um, he does make a mention. No, I read that. Oh, you did. It was must have been Steve said he didn't read it yet. No, but I haven't yet. No, that's fine. It only came out two or three days ago, so. Um, <laughs> I only picked up mine yesterday, so. Uh... I, I, I haven't read the stories. I've just read the uh, the Stubblefield essay. Um, <laughs> just as well, just as well, we're not doing a comics and news podcast then. <laughs> Correct, and I've got months up my sleeve before we have to get to that. So, um, the uh, yeah, like so, I think that uh, it, it's a shame that that wasn't more heavily promoted as the first uh, daily and the first Sunday because the panels are quite sizable inside. Um, it's it's not one of those ones where they've printed, you know, the smallest possible. They've they've actually got um, very readable, very very large panels and that sort of thing, so I quite enjoy that. Um, but as you said, Germ, it was all about the, the encyclopedia, um, as you can see from the front cover because they've put that on the inset, um, and the encyclopedia was just fantastic, and I wish that they had had the budget to do all of the pages that uh, that Barry had contributed and all the entries. Um, I know they expanded it for the second edition, which we'll talk about shortly, but... Um, uh, you know, I, for all of us, it's still it's still my go-to when you when you field a question from someone who's making a board game, for instance, or uh, drawing a <laughs> drawing a new comic, and, and they ask, "Well, have you got any references, or, or what do you know about this, that, or the other?" Um, I think we all still dig out our Phantom Encyclopedia, don't we? Uh, no, I don't. You don't you point, but yeah, but I know the point you're making, which is very valid. Um, this, the Phantom Encyclopedia, I, I read it, I highlighted it, I, you know, I bent the corners, I, you know, I had a reading copy which was very well read. Mm. 
Um, it was, you know, the amount of work, and, you know, we can, you know, we've, on the podcast before, we've had a bit of fun uh, with the people who contributed to that encyclopedia, but they're very knowledgeable. They're probably, you know, two of the most knowledgeable fandom people around, and they did a great job with that, um, with that encyclopedia. I love the fact that we got the second edition. Yep. I reckon there's room, and I, re- I reckon the whole encyclopedia is a great idea. I think we've barely scratched the surface of what it could be and what it should be, um, but that's probably another probably another discussion we need to have with uh, Barry Stubbersfield. Is that is that what the Phantom Wiki is now, though? Yeah, probably. I think probably, well, but even yeah, it is another discussion. But I think what the Phantom Wiki is missing is the encyclopedia. Um, the, it, it, so much, it, it's, you can tell it's very um, Scandinavian-focused. Um, a lot of the, the Lee Fork facts, I suppose, are, are very short pieces in the wiki and uh, the, the Scandinavian stuff is more extensive, which is not a criticism at all because I love the wiki, but um, I, mm. I, just, I, I wish I had the time myself to go in and put some of that information in. To be fair, I think... Even the Scandinavian facts are very thin as well. Um, and, but that, that's the beauty about a wiki is that, yeah. you know, for people who don't know, a wiki is where people can actually contribute. So if you're one of those people that, like Dan, thinks some stuff is missing on the wiki, stop being a keyboard warrior and actually do something about it because uh, it's contributed by, there's probably about probably 30, 40 people that write stuff on there um, and they all, do, you know, they all do a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right, there is a lot of information missing from there, from stuff around the world, from Leaf Fork stuff, even from Chronicle Chamber stuff, uh, even from some of the TV shows and there's a lot of stuff still to be added to that. Namaste, uh, congratulations. Uh, I'm playing Phantom. Mamma, 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 Hi, this is Avi Roy, director of uh, Choloman Oshuriri, and congratulations on reaching the 100th episode of X-Band, the Phantom Podcast. All the very best to you guys. You guys are doing a great job. And all the love from India, me and Shagunti. Thank you. All right. Um, speaking of the encyclopedia, the second edition came out with the, the next anniversary um, issue, which was issue number 1518, which was Fru's 60th anniversary this time. So obviously, it just so happens to have a Cyberry cover, just like well, the second anniversary. Is this yes. is this the one you were talking about, Jerm? This is the other Cyberry cover. Yes. Yep. Yes. And I love this cover. I really do. So, this is this is probably for me just about Cyberry at his best. Was very really? You go that far? I, really, I do like. Yeah, like I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Oh, I, I really love the the Phantom himself. Is um, just absolute oh. classic, and. Yep. Um, the, I mean, the faces around it. I mean, the closer you look at any drawing, the the more things you see in it, I suppose. But uh, um, but no, as a montage and just it's a celebration. Everyone's happy, you know. In contrast to the the <laughs> leaf orc um, passing away, where everyone's sad. This is a uh, you know 
everyone's around and they're happy. It's all the same people, basically, too, isn't it? Old Man Moz has <laughs> joined. But, uh, yeah, so I, I really like that element of it. Yeah, now, the thing that I'm just trying to figure out, which, bear with me, I'm going to be blank. No, no, no. I'm just trying to figure out if this was the first actual comic cover that Cyberry did or the second one. Was the was the painted one in Egmont? Was that the first one? Um, oh, yeah, he kind of did that, but then he also did one for um, uh, Moonstone, which was March 2009, and this was September 2008. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's what I was just trying to figure out. I, to be honest, I can't remember if he's actually done any for um, um, Egmont. He might have. Wasn't there the painted one? There's, the oil painting or something? Yeah, there's this one here. Um, which yep. is one of the ones that we're going to be talking about. So that might be the first one, but um, <laughs> we. So, but it's one of he hasn't done many. No, no. Is I think it's fair to say. So um, this was the first free cover he's done, and then the second one's the one that we've just been talking about. Olga Kiryakov, life member number two thousand eight hundred, and former secretary of the Independent Phantom Club of Australia. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Without you guys, the Phantom Legend probably wouldn't be as strong as what it is today. Um, well done, fellas, and keep it going. And once again, congratulations. So um, issue 1518 came out, obviously, September 2008 for his 60th anniversary. And uh, I guess similar to a lot of the other stories, uh, the other you know, anniversary issues that we're talking about, it contains a, a whole bunch of Lee Fork stories. Again, annoyingly, um, no um, contents page, but I'm sure Germany's wiki can sort this out um, in terms of <laughs> the stories that are in there. They... Diana and the Bank Robbers, Walker's Table, The Vault of Missing Man, which I love that story. Captain Amazon, Pirate Queen, another great story. And The Revenge of the Karma, which was uh, part of a story Kami. that Keith Chato, Kami, uh, that Keith uh, Chato started but never finished. Yeah. Which, it's from only, memory, yeah. had a little bit of, it's about, what, four or five pages? Uh, six. Yep. Six. Yeah, not bad. No. And let's just correct what I said before. The first cover that Cy Barry has done was an Egmont one, which we said, which was Phantom Men 19, 2001, which was uh, a picture of of the Phantom riding on Hero. Um, and then he's done the Moonstone. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's the 2001. Then he's done the Moonstone. Then he did 1518, which we're talking about, and then he's done 1820. Of course, he's done the poster, which has been everywhere, and then he's also done a... 2016 supplement poster as well, but the point and, uh, is there hasn't been many, many covers that he's actually done done. No, and we haven't seen it yet, but he's got a new poster coming out too for uh, um, the New York Comic Con um, in about a month, so looking forward to that. Yes. Um, this one, as with others, has also got a, a history of free publications in it. Um, this is only two pages though, quite a short one, and, and uh, is, is covered by um, all of the other in 
summaries that we've seen. But again, the, the big ticket item with this was the uh, um, second edition of the Phantom Encyclopedia, which this time runs to almost 100 pages. It's um, well, it probably is by the time you count the covers. It's 98 yeah, numbered pages. Yeah, it is 100. Um, yeah, and again, you know, just the... Just the, the opportunity to flick through this and everything's there alphabetically. You know, female phantoms, first aliens, first idol, Glenn Ford, Fraka. You know, you flick through it and it's just, again, um, you know, it's an encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. The thing that I like about this issue, and, you know, uh, we kind of had fun before that the interest kind of waned, is the fact that they got a cover. The colouring's not the best. And the fact is, I like that little addition of the work from Keith Chaddo as well. I thought that was a great little touch. Um, it was, you know, just something that they hadn't done before, that it was something new that a lot of fans wouldn't have known about. And, you know, it was it was kind of, it was something unique, something cool, and I thought that was a great touch, along with everything you've already discussed. I think you liked it for the nudity. <laughs> Surely there's easier ways. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, Luke Very here. Congratulations, boys, on reaching your 100th Phantom podcast, where it has come from leaps and bounds. First being recorded in Joe's bedroom to now being recorded in Steve's car. Hmm. In true through Phantom format, I can confirm that it's actually podcast 106. How do I get this? You ask. Well, we have podcast one to seven. Plus, you got 7A, 7B, then we've got 8 to 34, 34A, no 35, uh, 36 to 37, uh, 73, sorry. Then we've got 73A, no number 74, 75 to 96, 96A, 96B, 97, 97A, 98, 99, and then this one, 100, total 106 podcasts. Well done. But on the serious side, you guys do keep us all up to date on all the relevant info about the fandom who we love. It's been a pleasure to be able to listen to you guys in my car ride, which takes about an hour each way, so usually I can get through a podcast every one and a half days. <laughs> so, due to the length, but it's all good because um, we love you talking. So, even Jam's voice, but all good. But um, yeah, congratulations guys, all the best. Cheers. Ah, all right. So where are we going next? Have to be the 8th anniversary special, I reckon. Well, this is... Is that 1763? Yeah, we're finally into... um, Well, we're now in the territory of comics published while I have been associated with Chronicle Chamber. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? And I thought you were going to actually say that this was uh, around when the Fruit Crew were there, but no, what's more important than the Fruit Crew uh, coming on board was when Dan came on board on the podcast, obviously. Mate, this is the 100th episode of the podcast. It's all about us. We spent bloody 10 minutes at the start talking all about us. I'm allowed to throw us in, in it again now. And, and um, talking about us, here's another um, comment from this person. This is Jamie Johnson, and I'd like to say a big congratulations to the Chronicle Chamber team on recording 100 episodes of X-Band, the Phantom Podcast. Big milestone, and here's to 100 more, guys. Congrats. Thank you oh, for your really great, very very kind words. That's uh, just too kind. Yeah. So the eighth um, anniversary. Um, this is only uh, reasonably new, um, and so people 
little more like Dan said, it's in it's in our um, on the podcast. But yeah, living memory. Eight decades, <laughs> eight stories, <laughs> eight countries, including seven foreign family stories, published for the first time in English. So um, Jermaine's really happy because he we get to move away from uh, being very fork heavy and get to expand and go um, completely non fork. Yeah, complete non-fork and, and and see what's see what else is in the in the world of um, the Phantom. So, but um, and this before we go into um, things that are out there in the other world of the Phantom, um, the the 80th anniversary extra. I think there was another there was a decade by decade again by um, mm. Barry Stubbersfield. Um, I remember reading a little bit of that. I, I don't think I finished uh, doing the whole decade by decade. Well, <laughs> I did. I enjoyed it because it's it was very similar to the encyclopedia, but I guess uh, organised chronologically. My, my, um, sorry, I'm still talking about to myself though. Oh, okay. Um, no, I, I liked it because it was uh, like the encyclopedia, but organised chronologically instead of alphabetically, I suppose. Um, so yeah, did enjoy that, and that's been very popular in terms of people contacting. Well, certainly me, you as well, I suppose, Jermaine, from overseas in particular, looking for uh, for copies of that, um, more so than the than the the comic I found, anyway. Yeah, what what stands out, in my opinion, with this issue is that it kind of comes back to when we first had the first two annuals back in ninety one and ninety two, is that there was some care and some thought put together. Put together there was excitement with, when it came out. Yeah, there was the excitement, there was some, but even before that, there was some thought, you know, eight decades, eight stories, eight countries, you know, it was, whether you, whether you like the fact that they were non-Lee Fork stories or, or whatever, there was a thought about what they were actually going to do. Um, you know, the, the bullet holes were raised, there was different colours, there was the signature oh, series, there was... It's not just the bullet holes, um, you, you, run, you run your finger over the main man there. Mm. Um, and uh, for context, people, um, uh, we're talking yes, about <laughs> the embossed <laughs> cover, uh, first ever embossed cover. Um, let's not try. And, um, we Are you can cut, on video. I'll just say playing with that. We can cut that into anything we want now, Stephen. We have the audio on tape. <laughs> have you um, have you got the past, present, and future uh, Phantom cards? Uh, probably because they're embossed as they're embossed as well, right. Stephen. So you might enjoy you might enjoy oh. touching those as well. <laughs> yeah, I've only, yeah, I've finally got these these cards that I've been chasing ever since I was a teenager. Yes. So, uh, yeah. anyway, so, uh, so look, um, I, yeah, I, there was some care put yeah. in care. That's what stands out for me. To, to make it all about me again, this was um, one of the first um, real articles or reviews I wrote for Chronicle Chamber and I spent a lot of care and time going through and scanning pages from this and writing a, f a full review on on the website as well and uh, again I guess I was new to the website and, but I really enjoyed doing that and I really enjoyed um, going over this story thoroughly the fact that we actually had stories in colour for one of the first times I know we'd already seen um, um, yes uh, name escapes me now no, poor Ryan Yes, and full circle was the Lou Manor was this uh, that was might have been after this one, but uh, I think yeah, that might but have been anyway. after. 
one of the, one of the first colour anyway. stories we'd seen, and and some really lovely artwork, some really good stories, some stories that I didn't rate as well. Um, and I think we talked about that when we reviewed this. A prose story, the embossed uh, cover, as we've said. Um, you know, there, there's a lot to like about um, this book and the way it got put together. Mm. Stephen, is there anything else you liked apart from uh, the fa- uh, feeling of Phantom's abs? <laughs> <laughs> No, I think Dan's covered it very, very well. I love, uh, also, okay. I love the um, the Deco by Decade Decade cover where um, that's another Glenn Ford, isn't it? Where he's done it in the yes. Amor style. Is that right? Now there's yeah, yeah. there's a, there's a there's a story behind that drawing, and from memory, it's either a, a Lee Fork Memorial Bengal's Explorers Club commission, or it was for one of the Mellon Diaries. I can't remember which one it was. Um, but I know there's a story behind that drawing. My memory escapes me. Right, we'll have anyway. next time he's on. I just wanted to uh, thank the great guys from Australia and all they do for the Phantom and how wonderful it was to have uh, say hi and be hello and be interviewed in the 100th uh, podcast episode. This is uh, Pistol Pete Klaus. Signing off from US of A, Baltimore, Maryland. Yes, 1798 is the next one we want to talk about. And the, I think is the it? thing that we want to talk about. Yeah, yeah again, sorry, Steve. The wedding list. anniversary. <laughs> uh, 1798, which is the Phantom and Diana's wedding anniversary, which was published uh, last year, 2017. Now, Egmont did this as well. Um, so we'll talk about the free one, and then I think we'll just talk about the... Oh, no, we'll do the Egmont later. Um, uh, well, that'll be a good transition, because this is the last free one I think we've got. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll that's do it like that's that. all I've got. Okay, so we've got 1798. So this is the 40th wedding anniversary. The thing I like about this is the fact that it picked a, a date, a you know, and we've got a special out of it. Instead of just waiting for a, a 60th, 70th, or an 80th, like we have in the past, you know, they were kind of like, hey, it's the 40th wedding anniversary. Let's do something about it. Now, people may argue who had the idea first between Fru and Egmont. Who really cares? Yeah. Uh, the fact is that they both did it, uh, and we got something cool from it. You know, people may even make mention that the cover is something not new, but again, who cares? It's a nice cover. It's a touching cover. We've talked about the whole book previously uh, in one of our podcasts, so you can listen to that again. But I liked it. I enjoyed celebrating their, their wedding anniversary, which was which is actually close to mine from memory. Um, <laughs> you just did on purpose, did you? Uh, no, I'm just kind of tr- so that way, if the wife ever does listen, she'll know that I actually do know do know our twenty fourth of November. Uh, is the Phantoms. Yeah, and mine's, and mine's the 25th of November. So there you go, pretty close. Ah. <laughs> I should have... So, you know, because the 25th was actually our first date. I really... You know, this was... A, it goes to show what a romantic I was. Like, if I really had my head on straight, I would have said that we needed to get married on the 24th, which was the, the Phantoms' birthday. But being a romantic, I chose my first date with my wife instead. So I think Angela and I started going out around about that that time of the year as well. I remember it was November. It's spring. 
It's spring. It gets <laughs> no, everyone into trouble. No, you guys are doing it wrong. My, my, my first date with my wife was to a Brisbane-Collingwood game at the Gabba. She was a Collingwood fan at the time, but I've converted her since, and now she's on the board of the Lions as well. <laughs> I, I have no idea of the date, but it was round nine in uh, 2008. Or, sorry, 1998, I think. <laughs> 2008, and your kids are how old? No, 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 1998. <laughs> oh, the year again, it doesn't matter. It was round nine, um, and we got up from memory too, which was good. Uh, anyway, anything you guys want to make mention of the wedding anniversary? I just really loved the theme, um, and, and you've sort of alluded yes. to that, but then the, the collection of stories, we've had um, you know fork stories, we've had artists' collections, that sort of thing, but this showed the, um, the chronology of... Of the, the relationship, so I really, I really liked that as, yeah. a, as a theme. It was, it was I, I, here. Great, we go. Um, I proposed to my wife on November twenty eighth, so it's pretty close. Well, did you? Is that? Is there a wiki for that or something? Did you look that up? No. Well, I, I remember where I did it, and was at a festival. I just want to make sure. <laughs> uh, and people wonder why our podcasts go for so long. And stuff. Yeah, I was just looking at ten thirty. I want to get example. <laughs> Got to look after. Um, so yeah, so you know, it was great. Um, it was a nice touch, you know. Like like you made mention, it was great seeing the, the um the what do you call it the the progression of their relationship, which is what I liked. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Hello, Phantom fans. This is uh, Phantom artist Sal Veluto coming to you from uh, my vacation spot at the golden beaches of Kilauea, nestled in Bengala between the mountain and the sea. Here the sand is 50% pure gold. And uh, speaking of pure gold, my Australian mates uh, at the X-Band I've been doing a fantastic job and are celebrating their 100th podcast. This is a great milestone for all of us Phantom fans. So happy Centennial Podcast X-Band. Keep going and uh, don't forget to slam evil. I think that's a neat segue. We've talked about the wedding anniversary there for Fru's version. What was uh, tell us about Egmont's? Okay, so Egmont did, they released it Sweden, Norway, and Finland, I believe. Now they did a postcard based on their little retro look, which was Diana and um, uh, the Phantom kissing. I don't actually know if I've got. A copy of the uh, Swedish version or the Finland version. I think that's waiting for me over in Sweden still. I do have the Norway version, which is this one, if you're looking at it for you guys, which is the one where um, Diana goes, I must have, I had a laugh with this issue. It's, you were fantastic. How did you move so fast? And then the Phantom just goes, had to. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very um yeah like a mm, okay type of story um <laughs> now the the 
the collection uh, with the Sweden one, and I believe it also was on the uh, Finland one as well. It was a double cover type of thing, which I thought was a great little touch. Um, the cover's not as good as the free one, but I loved like the little cover where it had like the little cutout. So you open up the front one, and then there's a little love heart, and then inside there was the Phantom and that and Diana. Um, the story collection was a little bit different. Again, very similar um, as what we talked about before is that the concept was great. Celebrating um, the anniversary had, you know, a collection of stories where you can go through, see their progression, and it's a nice touch. You know, um, very often the fan can, you know, be focused on negative stuff and we can be talking about the negative stuff, but it's it's good to be celebrating a marriage for 40 years. So that's that one. All right. So the next one I wanted to talk about is well, what was the what was the I've, I've just talked about how the chronology of stories was what I like. What stories were included in the book? Oh man, I just closed that page down. Um, bear with me for two seconds while I bring that back up. Here we go. It was. The Prisoner of the Himalayas, Ventures in Elgiz, which was uh, the golden, uh, part of the Golden Circle, sorry. The Phantom's Engagement, the, ma- the Matchmaker, A Proper Husband, Yes, The Normal Life, which was interesting, The Proposal, and then The Phantom Wedding. Right, so there's a bit of crossover um, there, but certainly, um, so about three of those stories, I think. Um, yeah. Yep, okay. Yeah, so there's... Yeah, so again, it's, you know, obviously there's different focus, um, but I think, you know, they've both, you know, you can both uh, mount a case for all of those, all of those stories to be included. Oh, of course, yep. To look at the way they, their relationship carried on. Um, yep. So, yeah, so cool. Uh, Dan, Steve, Jermaine, uh, the entire team there at the X-Band podcast, congratulations on 100 episodes talking about the greatest there ever was, the Phantom, the man who cannot die, the ghost who walks. Uh, we love hearing from true fans about why the Phantom is the best, and uh, you guys do it better than anyone else. Uh, that's why you're the number one Phantom podcast out there. Looking forward to the next 100, boys. Uh, all the uh, all the best from Mitch Lewis, uh, an idiot Phantom fan, talking with you guys a few weeks back. Can't wait to talk to you again. All right, now the other ones I want to make mention of, now I'm not really sure if, well, I'm not really sure how they classify as an anniversary special, but what they did now, I'll just show you guys. So we've got the Leaf, we've got the Cy Barry 30-year tribute issue to celebrate his 30 years doing the strips, which was uh, a beautiful painting picture of the Phantom waving. You've got Diana, the twins, Rex, Garan, Old Man Moz again, and it looks like Tom Tom. With a, car, uh, a, a character, a character, a, how do you say like where it's like a comic version of someone's caricature. face? Caricature. Caricature. That's the one of Cy Barry. It's hardcover. Um, you know, it's got it's got a whole bunch of issues in here. Um, you know, it's uh, all Cy Barry stories, presumably, of course. Or it's got the uh, Treasure of the Skull Cave, the bad ones, the uh, Hatner Witch. Prince Halley and the White Stallion, Bulletstown, and The Killer. So all fairly early ones, and in my opinion, that's when Leif, uh, Cy Barry was at his best, was in the 60s and 70s. So um, it was 144 pages, full colour, um, 
a great one to do. It does cost a bit to get it shipped from um, Sweden and stuff like that, but there it's worth. It's it's a nice coffee style book that okay. is to get. Um, I I recommend it. Um, yeah, I, I love it. Egmont author Goran Sim. Hi guys, and congratulations on your hundredth show. Uh, big congratulations, it's a big thing. And second of all, thank you for the service you are providing to the community. Uh, not just the website with news and opinions, not just the podcast with news and opinions, but to a very large degree, all the interviews you've made with phantom creators big and small. I consider myself in the small category, but it was nice to be on. But uh, I think that uh, giving fans the chance to hear from the creators whose work they love and to delve a bit into what makes those creators tick uh, is basically the best part of fandom. And thank you very much for providing that service to the fandom community. So, many happy returns, and I hope I'll be able to congratulate you on your 200th program as well. So that's published separately to Egmont's um, regular run sort of thing. Yes. Yep. Yes. And, and a hardcover so does sound really cool. Yeah, I, th- I think when you're doing stuff like this, you need um, hardcovers. Um, so for instance, and they always, and they have like, um, little articles about the artists and, and stuff like that. So this one that I want to talk about now is, this is the Wilson McCoy one. So for instance, it's got some of his, I'm not sure you can actually see that. It's got a nice little, which could almost be said like a, a cheese cloth or a cheesecake style picture of a magazine. It's got, um... Um, you know, it's got uh, an article about um, Wilson McCoy from Ed Rhodes and Alf uh, Granberg. Sorry, uh, uh, which, some... you said it's Wilson McCoy. Which milestone of his yeah. is this? Um, oh, I, I think it was just, I think it was done after the um, Lee Fork one, and so they wanted to kind of celebrate Wilson McCoy as well. Okay. So it's not, so it's, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't have a specific date. But it's to celebrate Wilson McCoy. Sure, okay. Um, so it's got a great article in there. Um, some of the pictures, uh, so it's got stuff. A lot of the stuff, this article that you were seeing here is actually in the Friends of the Phantom newsletters, which is on our Patreon list, of course. It's got some pictures from his other work, like uh, calendars he's done, um, uh, and even you know some other newspaper strips that he's done as well. So, and then it's got uh, Phantom Goes to War, The Phantom's Engagement, High Seas Hijacker, which is Susie and the Pirates, and The Horned Star Demons as well. Again, this isn't in colour, um, and it's hardcover, but again, this is one of those ones that <laughs> you want for your collection because it's a great, it's, it's great looking. When you, when you say the article is, was in Friends of the Phantom and that sort of thing, is it in English in that version no no so oh in the friends of the phantom no 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 yes. in the one that you're holding but uh, it's not no 
But in the Friends of the Phantom it is. But in the Friends of the Phantom it is. Um, we're actually... One of one of the parts that he's actually talking about, um, we're actually halfway through writing a, a special article on for Chronicle Chamber. So I won't give too much away on that because I want to... I want people to actually visit our website and read some of the work that we put into it. <laughs> but these are just two that I just wanted to, to raise. Uh, great issues. Again, hardcover. They do cost a bit to get them shipped over. They're probably about 500 grams each, but they are worth getting and they are worth hunting down. I'm sure if you go onto some of the Facebook pages, you can probably find people who have got copies or can hunt copies down for you as well. Great ones to get. Um, I love them. I love all the hardcover stuff, even if you can't read it, because they look nice. <laughs> Fair enough. Well done to you guys again, Chronicle Chamber, on 100 episodes. Um, I look forward to the next 100, and so does everyone, all the fans over here in Dublin, Ireland. And this is Al McCauley from Light and Straight Comics saying, well done. Now, there's two other fan and uh, Egmont ones that we're going to talk about briefly. Uh, you know, we could go into a lot of detail like we did with the free ones, uh, but like frankly, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> not everyone <laughs> has all that information. <laughs> okay, so the first one is... This is, is the same we who Man. think that free were established in 1949. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is... Phantom Man for 1986. So this is celebrating uh, the Phantom's 50th birthday. Um, so they had a nice cover. I had. I'm not sure if you can see the link on Phantom Wiki that I've sent you, but it's got like the three different versions of the Phantom's mont- oh, yeah. face done by different artists. So a nice 50. It came with stickers and 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 stuff different like that. Coming. So it didn't. Uh, no. Well, look, well looking like about yeah, 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 looking at the Egmont, but the one there where the fans look overlooking the the Chronicles, like it's to me, it looks a lot like Fru's thousandth. Well, maybe the Fru's thousandth looks a lot like this thing. This came out first. Did it really? <laughs> Are you looking at the right one, Steve? I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're looking. No, looks- no, that. Yeah, no, you're, that's Phantom Men 1990. I clicked on your link. Yeah, 1990. Phantom Men. Oh, no, no, Jermaine's currently talking. Yeah, 1990. Phantom Men 4. He's talking about them in a different order from what he's given us the links here, mate. Oh, bloody hell. And I'
Uh, there was nothing special about the stories or even uh, articles or anything like that, which Free um, were good at doing. This is Andy Malcolm, and I'd like to say congratulations to the Chronicle Chamber team on recording 100 episodes of X-Band, the Phantom Podcast. Now, the other one that we want to talk about is like the Keith Chatto issue, which is the 40th anniversary issue of the Swedish Phantom Man comic book. So this is Phantom Man 2090. Now, this one is like Keith Chatto. This one came out first. So for that um, that uh, horrible uh, Tumblr page that likes to find out where yeah. people have uh, swiped um, covers, <laughs> how rubbish you might want to um, you might want to uh, use this one as well, or you might just want to get yourself uh, a decent yeah. hobby because um, it's a joke. Um, so yeah, so there's Ooh, this one. Well, now, this they've, one... They've nicked that cover image from an inside panel. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> and then some of the information they've actually done is incorrect as well. Like the uh, the Camilio one, they've they've he's done that drawing like two years ago, and then the cover that he's apparently swiped from came out like three months ago. So um, <laughs> obviously, it's someone who hasn't really done their research. But anyway, congratulations, 100 episodes, fantastic. Congratulations from Dan Herman and everyone at Hermes Press. And of course, uh, we're big fans of the Phantom and big fans of yours as well. Congratulations. This one included a, a, a basically a copy of the first Phantom Man issue, which is kind of like what Fru did. Um, with theirs, and it's a very similar cover as well. Now, when did issue 1972 come out? Was that 91? Um, let's, let's find out. I'll just have to move your Skype window. Now, now I'm... Um, yeah, 91. Okay. So, basically, you could almost say that free copy their idea as well. Well, that's a good idea. Should I have been working on it at the was... same time? Well, this is a... Probably could have been, but anyway. I'm just, I'm just giving this Tumblr dude some more ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is the 40th anniversary issue. So around here, we're beginning to see Phantom Man and also um, Free, early 90s, putting some effort into their anniversary issues with supplements, um, I believe there was um, no. Oh, yeah, there's some tri- phantom trivia and and stuff like that as well. So they they made a bit of a splash from the beginning of the 1990s. So we can kind of see a progression of these publishers through Egmont, et cetera, et cetera. Well, this was Semic back then. Um, you know, putting some effort and with some nice covers and uh, making a bit of a deal. So it was nice to see. It is interesting because the the four nineteen eighty six that you mentioned, Phantom and four nineteen eighty six, um, pretty much is the earliest of all of the milestone books that we've talked about, and that's for the fiftieth year of the character. Um, it, it's that's about as you say when the milestone. I suppose that you know that's when you first acknowledge the crowd when you're uh, you know when you pass your fifty <laughs> in, at the at the crease uh, in cricket. Um, anything prior to that, you know. You, 
you're scratching around. Um, once you get past 50, you can start ticking them off as you go. And, and I think it's appropriate that every decade from there, um, and you know, when it's 75, uh, we're not batting. It's in the in the comic world that the, those are all significant <coughs> sort of sort of numbers. Um, yeah. In the in the Stubbersfield essay in 1820, the the Fru Barry one we talked about right at the very start, he does mention that the first time that he got in touch with Jim Shepard was to ask if they were going to do a special um, edition for Fru's 40th birthday. Now, they obviously didn't. Um, that would have been in 1988. But uh, that, And that was only just as Jim Shepard had, had just taken over. But uh, clearly the seed was planted, and then maybe that's when they started looking at, well, what are Egmont doing for their 50th, for their for their anniversaries of their mm. um, publishing and that sort of thing. So um, we're, we're, we're much the richer for it. I think if the, the, the issues yes. that we've talked about today, um, if, those, if that was the extent of your Phantom collection, then you've got a really nice range of stories um, and and some really um, important information when it comes to fandom history. Yeah, exactly. And I think by then, probably fandom history became actually something worth pursuing <laughs> as well. Like, and, and I'm sure people were good at doing fandom history before then, but I don't know. It's, it's like people were more interested in fandom history from the late 80s with the fandom clubs, uh, with the effort that Semic and Egmont and Frew were putting into their anniversaries and stuff like that as well. So, yeah. Hello there, Sammy J here, and I would like to say a huge congratulations to my friends at Chronicle Chamber on recording their 100th episode of Expand, the Phantom podcast. Looking forward to the next 100. Now, there's two other books we want to talk about, which are the ones that... Um, We've actually just done a video review, which you can actually still buy these. Um, now, I believe uh, Dan and Stephen uh, use are getting the creator one as well. Oh, I'm the very keen on... Storyteller. You need to yep. remember that the people listening to this can't see you waving those books at the camera for us. Um, yeah, so letting you <laughs> I'll just made that screen a lot bigger so I could see way. it, actually. Yeah. So, um, Lee Fork Storyteller, so, which which I really yeah. am keen on getting a copy of that. And, and I think that must, must be the publication you're talking about that superseded um, the Lee Fork Tribute Supplement as the, yes. the more seminal work on, um, on Lee Fork. Yes. Now, this is... You know, this is amazing. Uh, we won't spend too much time on it because we've got a video review on it. Yeah, uh, so hit up our YouTube you know, channel to check that one out. There's there's colour pictures, there's uh, photos of, um, you know, like there's one from, here's just one here, this one right there uh, on page 10, which is a photo of Lee Fork when he was in the war and leave 1943 to 1940, and he's got his daughter, Valerie, you know, on his shoulders, and he's got his wife, Louise, by his family. He's looking very young, very hip in his, in his out, you know, in his Navy outfit. There's I think they one, called it Dapper back in the one. day. <laughs> yeah, there's another one um, when Lee Fork at work in the Bahamas in 1941 with a cigarette out of the corner of his mouth on his typewriter and, um, looking very much like uh, Mandrake the Magician in that photo. So, you know, there's all these great photos um, in that one. So it's worth getting. Then you've got the one celebrating Sweden's um, 
uh, anniversary as well, which has got a nice cover by Sal Voluto. Um, now there is English in this one as well, and there's you know, but majority of it is in Swedish. So you've got these ones which which raise the bar in anniversary issues, um, and I think they're probably the leaf. I don't know. Are they anniversary my, issues or they're just special issues? No, they're anniversary issues. Ah. So the the blue one is celebrating uh, Swedish. I think it's their 60th um, uh, publishing history. From and then you got the Lee Fork one, which was it was released. Um, when was it released? 2011. So it would have been 90, I think it was. Yeah, Bruce's 90th birthday. So this was just okay. This is to celebrate his 90th birthday. Now, in my opinion, this this Lee Fork one is the best anniversary Phantom issue I have personally seen. It certainly fits the milestone category, um, no doubt about that. Um, I think that there are two different approaches between, you know, the Australian publisher and the Scandinavians in the sense that the Australians, um, or what Fru have done, is all of those books that we've talked about are just, a reg- you know, they're one of the number in the sequence, whereas a lot yes. of the ones you've shown us are standalone books that are, you know, some that were... Yes. That the last one that you mentioned in Leaf Fork Storyteller was produced by the Leaf Fork Memorial Bangala Explorers Club chapter in Scandinavia, um, and even those other Egmont ones are a separate standalone book, which is not to, to denigrate them at all, it's just a different approach. I'm just saying that... Um, it's interesting, yes. as you've shown us those and talked about them, it stands out that we're not talking about issue numbers there largely. Um, we're largely talking about um, special special one-shots, almost. Yeah. You, no, no you, make a, you make a brilliant point. And the two Phantom Men issues that we did talk about, mm. which was the fall 1986 and the 202090, they're not as big a deal as what Fru did. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, in any way or shape, it's 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 like it's it's great having a you know what we spent maybe half hour talking about, you know, fifteen twenty comics and and publishers from around the world have done it differently. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the brilliant way. I think that's the brilliant thing about the Phantom is that, you know, you can have larrikins and Australians and then you can have, you know, um, doing it one way and then you can have uh, Swedes and Norwegians and others doing it a different way. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. So that's all of the um, anniversary comics, books that we wanted to kind of talk about. Um, now, I think before we close, maybe we'll have another segue with another person telling us how awesome we are. I love these. <laughs> I just hope we've got enough now. <laughs> yeah, we, we, um, we have left lots of gaps. <laughs> Rugby League Immortal, Wally Lewis. Dan, Steve and Jermaine, just like to say a, a very big thank you to you guys. Uh, the opportunity to be able to talk about a guy that played an enormous role in my life uh, growing up as a young footy player, dreaming to go on to bigger and better things. It was the Phantom, and to uh, to be able to to talk about it in the podcast certainly gave me the uh, the chance to be able to take a massive trip down memory lane. So to you guys, thank you very much. You're pro- pro- providing wonderful things for the community, an opportunity to be able to enjoy things in life that plenty of us have forgotten about at some stage throughout that time. So thanks very much for your time. It was a real pleasure to, to be involved with you. 
All right, so now we're on to our competition winner. So for those who have come in late, pun intended, um, we did a competition for the <laughs> You've missed out. episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've, we've been saying uh, it since the... about episode 97, so six and a half months. It's about 97A, <laughs> B, C or D. Um, you did miss out because you missed out on a beauty statue that will be totally free, postage paid, and everything where basically the best iTunes or Podbean review uh, was, were in the running. Uh, now, the, the rules were that you had to give us your name and you had to give us five stars. So uh, Big Mama, who only gave us three stars, straight away <laughs> um, she was not included because we specifically needed five stars. Now, it's our competition, so we can set the rules. Yep. Um <laughs> So there's some great people that are included. Um, there's, unfortunately, there was a couple of people that we couldn't include because they didn't give us their uh, their names and stuff like that. Now, we had dozens of entries, dozens of reviews on Podbean and iTunes and all that, which has been really, really cool. Now, what are some of the ones that you guys have liked? I, I really like, and whether we're going to go through names, I don't know if we need to say names of the people who didn't win, um, but I like no, the... No, I don't think we no, the, I liked. I did like this review that mentions that it uh, it's the best podcast you'll ever hear that is recorded in a three-year-old's bedroom and the back of a car parked in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a short list, <laughs> um, but, but <laughs> I, I did like that. I got a chuckle out of that one, so thank you for that review. I like it how they've, yeah. they've gone on a little bit further and um, and actually thrown Jim under the bus there with his uh, pronunciation of words. So that always gets a tick in my box. But um, I, I think this one's a close second to um, the one the, to the eventual winner. There's been uh, a lot of discussion about this. Yeah, there has there has more than I expected um, because the the <laughs> the quality of the entries. I like the I like the one headed. Give me my purple crack. Um, love this show <laughs> is mentioned in another one. Um, you know, interviews with Phantom Legends, um, bringing us great reviews and interviews. Um, keep up the great work. Best podcast ever. Um, I really... Uh, it, it's uh, amazing um, how reaffirming it is when you read these sorts of things. And I guess it's similar to the um, the messages that people have been interspersing through this chat. Um, you know, it's nice like to this think... One? That, oh, my God. I hope there's another one. <laughs> Hi, this is Peter Anderson. And, uh, congrats on the 100th episode of uh, Chronicles Chamber. Well, I'd love to say more, but I really don't have the time because I have a lot to write. Working on a great story right now, and uh, after that, I have another great story to write, and then I have an amazing story to write. So, well, congrats. Anyway, the winner, so, Jermaine. <laughs> the winner. The winner is... Actually, give me the one where I'm going to mispronounce his name. Uh, the winner is Finn Marricks. Marricks. Finn Marricks? Uh, do you guys want to have a go at pronouncing his name? I would go with Finn Marricks. Finn Marricks. There we go. So, and his review... Uh, now, so Finn... You need to get in contact with us, uh, give us your postage details so we can send it to you. Uh, and we probably also need to actually confirm it's you as well. So um, uh, I'm not sure how we'll do that, but we'll figure that one out well, when we get there. So his review... You, he sounds like someone who listens to the podcast, and uh, hopefully he's listening to this. So, um, yes. We're going to have... We're gonna have <laughs> That's an important step. 
It was quite a thorough review. I think that's what helped. Yeah, we're going to have 20 Finns contacting us in the next uh, couple of weeks. (laughs) So his review is X-Band Phantom Podcast talks about the best comic on the mark today. I was overjoyed when I found out there was a podcast that focused on a fantastic topic. As time goes on, I've learned more and more in the Phantom's expanded universe. The X-Band crew interview Famous and nearly famous phantom people. Love that bit. (laughs) My favourite episode was when they interviewed Shane Foley. I learnt heaps and got to know more about him. The efforts by the X-Band crew are very nice, trying to expand the knowledge of poor, unfortunate souls who cannot get the inside scoop. This podcast has helped reinforce my knowledge and love of the phantom. I now know that they are also behind Chronicle Chamber. A really well-made, informative Phantom website. Thanks for creating Xband so that a fan can learn of the Phantom. And finishes with the skull as well. That's nice. Yes. Now, he, he, he gave us a review of the website and the Xband podcast, so that's pretty good in my book. <laughs> yeah. uh, this makes your heart so, go, oh. Oh, it does, yeah. <laughs> So, Finn, you need to uh, email us now at chroniclechamber at gmail.com. Um, prove it's you by spelling Mareeks correctly or Morix or, or however you want it pronounced. Um, and uh, give us your address and we'll send this uh, beautiful legend of the fandom, Glenford designed Bradford Exchange um, 12-inch statue your way. Congratulations and thank you very much for all your support of what we do here. And, of course, we also have to say a massive thank you to the good folk at MerchantWise uh, in Melbourne who look after King Feature Syndicate's licensing in Australia. Uh, MerchantWise donated the statue for us to pass on to our listeners. So thank you very much to the team there. Yes, and for everyone else who left a review as well, uh, greatly appreciated. Um, In all seriousness, you have helped us uh, with our rankings and ratings and it kind of boosts our ego a little bit as well, so we do That's appreciate That's mostly what that. it's about. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no, what it was all about is so when people type in Phantom, we're actually going to be ahead of um, uh, that other podcast <laughs> that drones. occasionally talk about it as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the drones and, um, oh, I don't know, they're, they're not that one any important, I think. What are their names? Um, oh, Paul and uh, what are their names? Oh, I can't remember their names now. Uh, they occasionally talk about the fandom on their podcast. Mate, they are the most popular podcast. So um, that, that <laughs> our reviews say we are. They call themselves most popular. Battle lines drawn. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, they may be the most popular, but we're the most popular phantom podcast. <laughs> Hi, this is Amanda Backey, and on behalf of everyone at the most popular podcast, I'd like to say congratulations to Dan, Jermaine, and Steve, and everyone at the Chronicle Chamber for recording their 100 episodes of X-Band, the Phantom podcast. Anyway, um, thank you. uh, Thank you, uh, everyone, for listening to us on 100. I hope you had some sort of fun and it wasn't boring. I hope you enjoyed the radio play. Uh, make sure you give Dan a shout out for that. Uh, he we was did. he's put a lot of effort on that. Um, yeah, we loved it. Um, and there's been a lot of a lot of time, a lot of effort put into that one. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, so thank you, Dan, from us regarding that one. Thank you, listeners, for getting Ooh. us to a hundredth. Yes. Um, so 
as we all, do you guys want to say anything regarding the 100th before we go through the credits? Oh, a pleasure to be here. And uh, as many of our and many of the people who have chipped in and, and sent us something have said something along the lines of hope for 100 more, I certainly hope for another 100 more as well. We seem to have about the next 30 already planned in terms of interviews lined up <laughs> and that sort of thing. So I, I hope to stick around for the ride. Um, it's a blast. Uh, we've it's had been to like fantastic. Say, yeah, with a pH, been, of course. <laughs> it's been yeah, it's been fantastic being able to um, yeah, I never never thought that I'd spend my um, my evenings in a car looking at two uh, two fellas describing or reviewing fandom comics for uh, for a bit of fun. Uh, and rubbing it's your a, rubbing, yeah. rubbing your fingers across uh, rubbing your fingers over a red purple uh, headed. Anyway, um, <laughs> I digress. Right, so it's been great fun. In, I haven't been here for 100 episodes, and I keep dropping out, especially when there's interviews on. But um, unfortunately, it's not. Yeah, we'll unfortunately, have, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to do the well. stats and celebrate when uh, Stephen reaches his 20th podcast. Now, I went hard early, and then uh, I've dropped off since he'd come along. I thought, oh, this bloke, he knows what he's doing. I'm taking it to the... I'm, I'm, I'm being a bit of a passenger at the moment. <laughs> I, need to, I need to get back in the driver's seat and, and get a few articles up. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, thanks, guys. All right, and thank you, everyone. So, as normal, our website, chroniclechamber.com, where we have a lot of information, a lot of cool articles, and a lot of time spent, so... Uh, have a look there um, when you're during your lunch break or you really can't be bothered working. Head over there and you'll find some interesting stuff to read and look at. We've got our email, chroniclechamber at gmail.com. If you have any cool fandom ideas or any fandom news or something you want to share with us and talk to us or uh, even if you want to write some, some articles or anything like that, uh, give us an email from there. We can always help the extra, always could do with the extra help. Uh, our social media links, we do try. Occasionally we stuff up and occasionally we uh, don't really know what we're doing. But Facebook, we've got Chronicle Chamber Phantom Fan Page <laughs> and the Phantom Collector Group. Uh, Twitter, at Chronicle Tweets. Instagram, at Chronicle Chamber. Um, I think we're getting a little bit better with some of those and we appreciate all the follows, the comments uh, and the likes and the retweets and everything else like that as well. You make... You make our job a lot easier when we actually realise people actually appreciate what we're doing on there. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and on Podbean. Even though the competition has finished, please continue to leave some reviews for us. Uh, it's not just for our ego. It's also for people who want to do for a search for the Phantom, listen to it, they can actually find us as well. So that does help as well. So uh, that's all from me, guys. Always a pleasure. Uh, happy 100th. Just before you um, drop out completely, Jim, I think we should do a, a huge shout-out to all of our Patreons who um, help us keep this going because without you guys, we wouldn't be making the international phone calls. We wouldn't have the bandwidth to, to put the podcast up as often as we do. We wouldn't have the, um, the storage space to keep the, the website going. So, and I am going to rattle through them. We've got um, a good, solid group of uh, Patreons at the moment. So thank you very, very much to Callum, Brett, Jeremy, Peter, Mark, Carlton, Sean, Thomas, Jim, Duncan, Robert, Scott, John, Sandeep, Nathan, Swaroop, Brad, Bradley and Joyful, Luke, 
Graham and Dale. Guys, we love what you do for us because you help us keep going. So thank you so much. And, um, you know, you're a huge part of, uh, of, of this journey we're on. So thank you very much. Yes. So uh, thank you, everyone. Um, guys, from myself, happy fantoming from you guys. Happy Phantoming, Thank you. And, Thank you very much. I think we'll finish with one more message from somebody if I can find it. <laughs> if we have any left. If we have any left. <laughs> uh, hello, uh, Jermaine, Steve and Dan and anybody else involved in the f- podcast uh, Chronicle Chamber. Uh, congratulations on reaching your 100th episode. Hopefully there's many more episodes to come in the future uh, because you lads have uh, a great love and dedication to the Phantom, or the Phenom, as you as you call him. Uh, and it's um, great to see your passion come over in your podcasts. Um, it was a lot of fun when I was invited onto the podcast. Uh, it was a lot of laughs. Even though I was outnumbered, it was one pommy against three Aussies. But I think I fought my corner. And um, so, yeah, just congratulations, enjoy it, keep doing the good work, and um, here's the future. Cheers, bye bye. It's been a plethora of this. Yeah. I have no idea how, how that's going to cut together. I think um, there's some good stuff there. <laughs> I think we... Uh, I have a what? lot of tripe. Shit, you blokes can talk, are we? <laughs> Phantom the ghost who walks Listen to the drums that talk Bad guys everywhere Bad guys, you better beware You better refrain from sin Or wear his mark on your chin Guys about to fail Phantoms on your trail You better refrain from sin Or wear his mark on your chin The ghost of walks. Phantom, the ghost of walks. Happy 70th anniversary to the man who cannot die. Goodbye. You run your finger over the main man there.